on Classic Rock K97. Weather forecast is uh, looking dandy here. We have lots of sunshine expected today. Three degrees the high today. Lots of plus temperatures this week. As a matter of fact, even the long-range forecast is calling. You know, we, we might get uh, just around zero or one degree on Saturday. Uh, maybe some snow Saturday night, but uh, other than that, it looks like it's going to be pretty dandy. Lots of sunshine, lots of warm temperatures. Uh, Klondike Insurance, confused by complicated commercial insurance? Klondike Insurance is here to help you every step of the way with simple solutions. 780-439-0715 or visit klondikeinsurance.com. I haven't even looked on the app to see. I didn't see any billboards. I had to go a different one. This morning I had a train, so I have to go a different way, so I didn't see my normal bill. I'm going to let it be a surprise for when we check our group buying agreement just before 6 o'clock for all of the people that are involved with it. It's Kelly, Daryl, Vince, Robert, Doreen, and Brian. Yeah. Find out if we won at least a max million, if not the full-blown $70 million on the Lotto Max grand prize draw last night. 70 would be amazing. A max million would be, you know, about time that they saw what we're doing here and kicked us a little something. <laughs> you think it's time that the Western Lottery Corporation recognized what we've been contributing? Yes, and helping out people yes. get a chance to win $70 million. Right. It's, so, a, it's a sympathy million. It's time for them to give back to us. Is that what you're saying? It's a sympathy million. Of course you are. Sympathy million. We'll do that uh, before uh, too long. Ben Glebe coming up on the 540 Funny after John Mellencamp. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete, Pete Fatipko. Classic, Classic Rock. K97. Ben Glebe is your headliner at the comic strip this week. He's always a fan favorite. Uh, lots of people, bums in the seats, as it were. Close to a sellout almost every time he does a show. And he's got a bunch of them coming up. We'll have him on this show Friday morning just after 8.16. The 5.40 Funny is brought to you by the comic strip. This week's headliner is... Ben Glebe. I'm tired of public restrooms in general. Frustrated with them. There's not even a knob anymore to get the water to come out. You have to interact with like a motion detection system. Which would be great if it ever worked. It never works. Every single time my first thought is, oh no, I'm a ghost. I've died and now I'm a ghost. That's how you find out you're a ghost. The first time you take a ghost sink does not recognize your existence. I mean, what angle did they expect us to come in for this hand washing? What angle did they test in the factory? And they're like, yup, they work on no hands, never. Ship them out. They're ready. No hands. What angle did they, did they think we were going to dive bomb in and tickle under the thing? What angle? Every time, the second you give up and pull it back. Really? Joan Jett on K97. It's a 5.50, the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipka. We're excited to kick off the K97 $40,000 foreplay on Monday with Met Credit. It's pretty simple. We'll tell you the songs and artists to listen for, and if you hear one of those songs, you call 780-451-8097, and what do you win, Pete? 100 bucks. What if you hear two songs in a row? Well, Terry, I'll tell you what you're going to win. $200. And we'll tell you the songs and the, t- the, the yeah, artists. Yeah, the recipe. Yeah, it's pretty simple. We even tell you generally when it's going to happen. Yeah, we kind of hint at it. Yeah. Now, if you hear three of the songs that we mention in a row, what 
Well, buckle up, big shoots. You're getting $300. Okay, but here's a question I have for you. What happens if you hear all four? Like Monday morning, we list these four songs. Mm. We say, here are the four songs to listen to for the entire week. Yes. What if you hear all four of those songs back to back to back to back in a row? Right but all four, just in a big clump. What happens then? Ten stacks of high society. Ten Gs right in your pocket, man. $10,000 to win with K97's $40,000 foreplay. Uh, have the number handy. Have it in your speed dial. 780-451-8097. K97's $40,000 foreplay starts Monday morning with Met Credit and K97. Classic Rock, K97. It's going to be a hell of a day today. Lots of sunshine. Uh, the odd cloudy period here and there and a high of plus three. Uh, seven tomorrow, six on Friday. Lots of sunshine this week. Uh, we may see some clouds on Saturday and a high of only plus one, maybe some snow overnight too, but don't worry about that until then. Let's worry about the sunshine and the nice temperatures here today and tomorrow and Friday. Minus four to start your day. Klondike Insurance, if you're confused by complicated commercial insurance, Klondike Insurance is here to help you every step of the way with simple solutions. 780-439-0715, klondikeinsurance.com. This story kind of struck a chord and made me a little angry last night when I read it for the first time. Uh, in less than six months... This is the third occasion that the catalytic converter has been stolen from an Edmonton food bank vehicle. Imagine that. I mean, it's bad enough that you're stealing from people's stuff, but to target the food bank. So a post yesterday popped up, and the not-for-profit organization says it wasn't able to send out the delivery uh, truck with food on it because it was missing parts. They were scheduled to deliver to a senior's home. Wasn't mm -hmm. that the case? And they can't pick up either. So people that want to make donations, and some of those are, uh, items are perishable when they need them, yep. can't pick it up either. It really grinds the whole operation to a halt. For some really douchebag behavior. Says in December, the numbers from Edmonton police revealed that an average of four or more, Terry, four or more catalytic converters get stolen every day. Well, we'll talk about more. Yeah. Uh, talk more about this coming up at 616 this morning because I have some questions about these catalytic converters and what ends up happening to them and so on. And maybe we'll see if we can do something. Uh, it, uh -huh. Do we know what kind of truck it is? It's a Dura, it's a Chevy Duramax cube uh, cube van cube truck. I have a photo of it, so if anybody, I mean, I have a fairly good car knowledge, but uh, if anybody wants to have a look at it and tell me exactly what it is, who's our Chev dealership? Who's our Chev dealership that can uh, get that truck uh, fixed? Yeah, well, that's what we need to do. Or who's our Chev drivers too to tell us exactly what it is? I'll text it off to you if you want to have a, a boo at it. Air Canada is extending its suspension of flights between Canada and mainland China until April as the number of coronavirus cases and the number of countries affected continues to grow. Uh, Italy now is uh, kind of the epicenter of the coronavirus in Europe. The country's largest domestic and international airline, Air Canada, uh -huh. announced Tuesday that uh, service to Beijing and Shanghai will be cancelled until April 10th. The company initially grounded flights for the month of February after the federal government issued an advisory warning against non-essential travel to China. Uh -huh. They're also talking about uh, other things happening. It's They're, they're going to slow things down as far as things trips to Hong Kong or concerned. like anybody who's got something booked already is it's going to be honored but yeah. uh, demand has decreased as well there's also a local tie with the uh, Edmonton Catholic schools canceling trips to Europe and the Far East 
But Edmonton Public Schools, from what we understand at this point, still scheduled to go through <laughs> with some of these trips for students and staff. So I don't see a lot of parents sending their kids. It'll be interesting to see how that develops. Catholic schools saying, no, no, no. Or changing. They're yeah. talking about maybe going to Spain or Portugal or something like that, but still. That's the other shocking part of this whole story is school trips to Europe and Spain and all that. What's wrong with the box factory down the street? Don't you remember going to check out them making those corrugated boxes? Woof. Those are our school trips. Province Fort Edmonton Park. Yeah, there you go. That was an uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Going to Asia. Ah, the province has introduced legislation to protect critical infrastructure from blockades, protests, and illegal activities. If it's passed, it's going to make rail, uh, railways, highways, and pipelines critical, and any trespassing interference with operations or damage would be considered an offense. Jason Kenny says, you have the right to protest, but you don't have the right to prevent your neighbors from getting to work or threaten somebody's security. Isn't it already against the law? I think you need like six laws before you, you you put the kid gloves on and be like, all right, move okay. it along, move it along. Yeah, because it was my understanding yeah, that it was mine too. these protests are not legal protests. I thought you can't be on CN railway tracks this whole time. Isn't that why they have the CN police? Like they mm -hmm. have railroad police, right? Turns out I could have been just sitting there cooking hot dogs the whole time and there's nothing they can do. The meme of the Canadian version of Monopoly yes. was very funny yesterday. <laughs> Did enjoy that when we managed to snag that and post it on our Facebook page. Uh, the Oilers, another three-point night for Connor McDavid. Wasn't enough, though. Sonny Milano, you know, from that storied Milano hockey family. <laughs> Sonny Milano netted the winning goal in overtime, finished with two goals on the night, leading the Ducks to a 4-3 win over the Oilers Sonny in Mil Anaheim. Sonny Milano sounds like somebody who would be on a Donnie Brasco movie. Yeah. Hey, go see Sonny Milano. He's, he's, got, he's got the goods. He'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. Seems like that kind of guy. Yeah. Go see him. He's at the laundry. Uh, Milano became the 10th player in NHL history to score an overtime goal in his first game with a new franchise. The uh, Ducks snapped a five-game... Oh, imagine that. They snapped a five-game losing streak against the Oilers last night. Gibson with 29 saves for the Ducks. They never trailed. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl held without a shot in the first two periods. Tyler Ennis and uh, uh, Andreas uh, Anathasiu both got goals last night. So that was nice to see in their debut games as Oilers. Mike Smith, 17 saves on 21 shots. Edmonton has a key Pacific Division game on the road tonight. 8.30 Sportsnet game against the first place Vegan, uh, Vegas, Ve the Vegan Golden Knights. <laughs> How do they have the strength to play? <laughs> this is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatibco. Classic Rock, K-97. Okie doke. Uh, we find this story here last night. Pete sends me a note, says, hey, this is ridiculous. Why uh, are people doing this? Can we do something about it? Well, uh, what it basically comes down to is the Edmonton Food Bank truck for pickup and delivery mm. had its catalytic converter stolen again. For the third time in six months. So this is disturbing, to say the least. I know. And 
it's upsetting too because uh, uh, like anytime somebody pulls off some nefarious business like this it, it's it's kind of bs right and you'd like to catch them in in like remember we saw that uh, somebody put posted a video says social media they caught the guy underneath uh, his vehicle Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bunny yeah, yeah. and another guy under the vehicle, yeah. and then, uh, what are you doing? Uh, no, nothing. And, you know, you catch them red-handed. So this catalytic converter gets stolen. They can't use the vehicle. they got to deliver food to a senior's home. They're trying to pick up food donations from various, uh, you know, donators around the city, and uh, they can't do it because the van is disabled for the theft of the catalytic converter. The worst part about it, too, I mean, the whole thing's deckled. It says right on the door, right on the side, right under, like, literally the deckle on the side of the truck underneath is right where the catalytic converter says Edmonton's Food Bank. So yeah. these asses know who they're stealing from. So catalytic converter, I'm not a, a mechanic. Yeah. Catalytic converter, there's some sort of burn off of emissions or something that happens inside there? Cleans the air a little, yeah. Okay. So what is inside a catalytic converter that is so valuable? Platinum. Platinum. How platinum. much? How much platinum is inside a catalytic converter? Like uh, we, I talked enough about this the other an, day. Enough to make a ring. A what? nice grill. No. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm like, how much is it? There's, is, it's a very little amount, but platinum is it's very very expensive. No, so I get melt that. It down. I'm just wondering, you know, would they melt it down. What are they going to make out of it? How much are they going to get out of it? Is it worth the risk? Well, like, why? Why is this happening? And the other question I have about this. Okay. Who was who accepting catalytic converters? Well, that's what we went into a while back because, I mean, this is a major problem. Four catalytic converters a day are getting yoinked in the city. A lot so, of uh, car dealerships are getting them stolen right off their lot from brand new vehicles. And, like, the whole fleet, too. And then that raises insurance and blah, blah, blah. So uh, we put the call out before, and a lot of scrap places aren't taking them. But then, you know, you have to give your ID, too, when you when you sell it. So what they'll do is they'll fence it to somebody who's kind of known for bringing them in. He'll get a dozen or so of them, right? Mixed old ones mixed in with the stolen ones. It's kind of like blood diamonds. If you think about that, you mix them in with the good ones and they wash out and then they take them in and they get sold. I mean, scrapyards aren't to blame because they're just trying to make a business too. And and, and how do you turn down Terry's Terry Evans truck driving? And he's been selling you cats since before this was a problem. You can't. So... They're off, and they're getting a pretty penny from it, well, I guess, too. It seems like that this is something that should be worked on together with scrapyards and police and so on. So they're, they're kind of like their pawn shops, too. right? Yeah. If pawn shops are on the lookout for stolen goods and whatnot, then it's a, the same sort of uh, situation that should, you know, come into play with uh, scrapyards. Hey, I'm not arguing. I agree. And I know scrapyards are taking their ID from people, but regardless so, of that, the cat's gone again on this thing. So, so. we find this story, uh, I've reached out to Tamas and uh, Benz at the food bank to find out uh, exactly what make and model. For, from what we understand, Pete can kind of glean that it's a Duramax. So, uh, it's a Chef Duramax. It's going to be like a 2500, 3500, I think. Again, I have the photo here if anybody wants to have a look at it. I know it's a Duramax, that's for sure. Whether it's 2500 or 3500, I don't know if that's relevant or not. But uh, yeah, we want to find out, you know. Can we get this fixed? Like, yeah, is there let's somebody. Get this done today. Is there a shop? Are you working at a shop where you can donate? Like, can we get this fixed? Or, like, is there a Chev dealership listening right now this morning? Can we get the truck from the food bank 
Get it over to some place. Get it all rigged up. And get it back rolling. And get it back rolling. And, you know. The food. And if you wanted to put razor blades around it, too. I mean, I wouldn't turn a blind eye to that. <laughs> Weld razor blades to it? Maybe electrify it. Okay. Um, but the thing, too, is with the food bank. The food bank's stretched thinner than ever right now with the economy the way it is, too. Mm-hmm. So this is a major delay. So I, I figured we got we got guys that are truck guys. We got car guys. We got people out there. We got to figure a way to fix it. 780-451-8097. Send us a text. Give us a call. Let us know if you've got the means, the ability, maybe your shop, maybe uh, something can happen to uh, get this situation rigged up and fixed up so that we can get the food bank up and rolling again. Yep. Hello, K97. Who's this? Meryl. Meryl? Yes. Meryl Meryl Streep, Oscar-winning actress Meryl Streep is listening to the all-new Terry Evans show with Pete Patipco. That's terrific. Absolutely. It's funny that you brought that up because I don't know many Meryls either, and I thought Meryl Streep right as well. (laughs) Uh, Meryl, congratulations. You're caller number nine after hearing the uh, Jungle Love Laser, and you've got two tickets to catch Steve Miller August 30th at Rexall, uh, uh, Rogers Place. Fantastic. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. All right. Uh, we're also t- we've got more tickets to give away tomorrow. There's also Burton Cummings tickets, Nazareth tickets. There's uh, there's tickets to everything. You name it. We've got it to give away for uh, all your concert enjoyment. We've also got the $40,000 foreplay with Met Credit starting on Monday. Boom! So lots of chances for you to win from K97. We're also talking about that catalytic converter that was uh, stolen from the Edmonton Food Bank. Third time in six months. Pissed me off something fierce last night. Another, uh, I mean, there's a senior's home that also had a catalytic converter stolen, which negated the their outings. You know, the seniors like to yeah. go out in the bus and go and, you know, get out of the, out of the accommodations that they're in for so many hours. The punishment the punishment for catalytic converter theft should be you have to suck from the exhaust pipe there. You cut it off for no less than 24 hours straight. A chipped out diesel. <laughs> I'd love to roll coal right through one of them. Through right in somebody, somebody you catch somebody stealing a cat converter. Uh, so we put the call out <laughs> to see if there's anybody that can help us out and uh, get this fixed. Get the truck running, man. Yeah. So uh, we get this. Uh, is Mike? Mike is on the phone. Yeah, from, Mike's uh, on the okay, phone. Okay. Right here, here's uh, Mike gives us a call here this morning. All right, we got Mike on the phone from Speedy Automotive in Mill Woods. Mike, you're uh, the shop manager at Speedy Automotive. Yes. What kind of stuff do you handle? Everything, all kinds of everything from tanks to... to Tires. <laughs> tires, yeah. Yeah, exhaust. Uh, yeah, we're full uh, full repair facility there. So. Okay, well, the catalytic converter stolen from the food bank truck, it's like a cube van. Are you going to be able to handle that uh, going into the shop? Yes, we will, yeah. Okay. Really? Okay. Uh, we, As far as we can tell, we're waiting to find out, uh, you know, get a confirmation from Tamison at the food bank, but a uh, cube van, like a five-ton sort of thing. Uh, so far as we can tell, it's like a Chev Duramax or it's, something Yeah, like it's got to be a Chev 2500 or 3500 and then the cube van attached on the back. It's a Duramax for sure. I know it's a diesel. I can tell you that. Okay. Um, I'd say mid-2000s if I was a betting man. Okay. Does that help at all? Yeah, well, yeah. well, that yeah. stuff we can confirm with Tamison, yeah. but yeah. Uh, you, you're going to be able to order a part and get it in and uh, get her rigged up. What do you figure the turnaround on something like this is? Oh, probably the day. Yeah. You're going to really... 
Okay. Mike, man, that's amazing, dude. That's amazing. All right. So, uh, Mike, you're the uh, shop manager at Speedy Automotive in Millwoods. Who, who's who's the guy that, uh, who's who's your boss? Who's, we should be checking in with him, or are we good to go with you? Your word, <laughs> your word is the bird. I think I'd best be filling him in on it first myself, and then get a hold of him after. Is this one of those be- better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission situations? That's exactly it. Yeah. I like it, Mike. I All like right. it. I built a career on that. All right. Thanks a lot, Mike. Uh, I'll keep in touch with you. I'll uh, let you know. Uh, I'll give Tamison your phone number and uh, get her to get in touch with you as soon as we hear from her, okay? Sure. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. All right, it's uh, minus four to start your day. Seems nice out there now. It's going to get nicer. Sun's going to be shining. We'll have a high of three degrees today. Seven tomorrow, six on Friday. That's pretty dandy. Uh, comic strip this week at the comic strip. Don't miss from Ease Chelsea lately. And the Emmy-nominated Netflix series Idiot Test. It's Ben Glebe. We'll also have him in on the show after uh, 8.16 on Friday morning. Be in the know about every show at thecomicstrip.ca. His story got a lot of people, including uh, myself, uh, a little pissed off last night for the third time. In less than six months, the catalytic converter had been yoinked from an Edmonton food bank vehicle. I mean, you have to be some of the lowest of low to steal from the food bank. But they're also stealing from senior centers on top of that, so they know no moral compass whatsoever. So a post-Tuesday afternoon pops up for the not-for-profit organization, says they're not going to be able to go out and deliver food. They're not going to be able to pick up food because one of its trucks had been targeted by thieves. Trucks down because of the cat converter stolen. I mean, yeah, so it's not just that, you know, uh, you're slowing down deliveries for people. They can't even pick up food that's going to perish. It's got a big ripple effect on it. I mean, the food bank's already at at its maximum operating budget that it can do what it can. So this is a huge blow. Well, that's um, the thing. You, you know, you talk, the people who steal these catalytic converters, they get like 40 bucks or 100 yeah. bucks or whatever for them. Yeah. But it, it can cost upwards of, uh, you know, $2,500, yeah. $3,000 to get it replaced for the, the victims it's of this. It's so scummy. So we start talking about this at, at 6 o'clock. All of a sudden we get uh, Mike from Speedy Auto in Mill Woods. He's offered to uh, do the service and replace the catalytic converter. Mm-hmm. So so that was great. Thank Step you very one. much from Spe- Mike at Speedy Automotive in Mill Woods. Yeah. And then we get this call from Larry. This is Larry George giving a call. I'm phoning about that uh, helping out the food bank with that catalytic converter to get stolen other. Yeah, Larry, what can you do? What can you tell us? Well, I can tell you that my company will put in the money to fix it. Really? Even find it. Yes. Wow. What's your company, Larry? My company is JLG Industries. JLG Industries. Yeah, and we're a uh, metal metal trades and a fabrication facility. Okay. So, uh, like, what we had was we had Mike, who's the manager at Speedy Auto in Millwood, say that they were going to handle this for us. But if there is any cost incurred, you will take care of it, Larry. Is that what you're saying to us, basically? Okay. You betcha. All right, man. Well, that's uh, that's much appreciated. I, I've reached out to Sant Tamison at the food bank, let her know that we're going to get her handled through Mike at Speedy Auto, and if there's any cost incurred, that you'll take care of it. And uh, I, hey, I appreciate it. Uh, and uh, hey, when everybody comes together like this, it makes things go a lot smoother. It's just too bad there's a certain situation or you know ne'er do wells yeah. that make this happen, right? Yeah, I know it's, it's pitiful. What the word is. 
All right. Now we just have to get a hold of Tamison at the food bank. I've Step reached out. Three. <laughs> yeah. I reached out by email. And we've also tried calling the food bank office. I don't have Tamison's uh, cell phone number or Marjorie, for that matter. They open at 830. So yeah. we're, we're hoping to have this all settled by the time they open up shop this morning. Be like, hey, we have a solution for yeah. you. That would be uh, that would be dandy. Big shout out to, to Mike have and that, Larry. Yeah, sure. Uh, to only have that truck out of commission for one day would be miraculous, mm-hmm. really, and help the food bank out big time. So thanks everybody who uh, stepped up. The province has introduced legislation to protect critical infrastructure from blockades, protests, and illegal activities. If passed, it's going to make railways, highways, and pipelines critical, and any trespassing interference with operations or damage are going to be considered an offense. Hmm. Kenny says, you have the right to protest, but you don't have the right to prevent your neighbors from getting to work or to threaten somebody's security. And it's also going to cover utilities, telecommunications, and mines. <laughs> Telekinesia? Oh, yes. Telekinesis? Telekinesis. It's going to cover that. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, we'd know exactly where the uh, uh, protest was going to be beforehand. Um, <laughs> now, I thought this was already illegal, these uh, protests, but hey, well, I'm, not an, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, another three-point night for Connor McDavid <laughs> wasn't enough, and Sonny Milano netted the winning goal in overtime and finished with two goals, leading the Ducks to a 4-3 win over the Oilers. So the Oilers get one point, I guess that's... Okay, but it sure would have been nice for them to beat the Ducks, who suck. Milano became the 10th player in NHL history to score an overtime goal in his first game with a new franchise. Ducks snapped a five-game losing streak. Of course they did. Uh, Tyler Ennis, Dreisaitl, Andreas Athanasiu uh, uh, all scored for the order, so nice to see the new guys get on the board. Uh, like I said, Connor with three points, Mike Smith, 17 saves. Next game for the Oilers is a key division game against the Vegas Golden Knights tonight, 8.30 on Sportsnet from Las Vegas. Still picturing if you were a lawyer and we had a law firm, Evans, Patipko, and James, attorneys at law. Yeah, uh... I guess we have like a <laughs> Todd would Todd would be the angry lawyer. <laughs> classic Rock on Classic Rock K ninety seven seven fifteen. Thanks for your help so far this morning. Uh, your calls at seven eight zero four five one eight zero nine seven. If you want to chime in with anything that's going on, anything we're talking about, or if you want to bring something up, uh, we had the another story that we saw yesterday that raised some eyebrows is the police mm. are. Yeah, they're offering up a quarter of a million dollars. I'll take it. A qu- <laughs> well, no you, questions, I'll just take it. You have to come up with a solution, though. Oh. Uh, a quarter of a million dollars is up for grabs for any entrepreneur mm-hmm. who can reduce the growing number of thefts at Edmonton liquor stores. Oh, so I got to think of something. They're not just going to give me a quarter million. No, oh. there's... Uh, the, I mean, the, they're looking to... <laughs> Rude. Uh, there's just... <laughs> So many uh, robberies that are happening in liquor stores, and it's a safety situation for the employees where they don't step in. Saw some of the ideas popped up on this yesterday, and it was a little ridiculous what people are suggesting. We got to, with our giant brains in this radio studio, we got to present something better. I mean, some of the ideas were you have to put a deposit down, like a $100 deposit, when you walk through the door, and then you get your change back from whatever you purchase. Like, not everybody goes to the liquor store with $100. Yeah, I suppose that's. uh... The other option somebody suggested that I laughed at, but it did used to exist at one point, does still in Florida, drive through liquor stores. Drive through? Yeah, Hmm. where you drive through and you make your little order 
And then uh, they what put about it through scanning? There. I, 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 didn't, I didn't mind the scanning of the driver's license. I don't like that. I'll tell you one reason why. Why? Because it's uh, your information then is being data mined to insurance companies, and I don't want them to know what well, I'm Well, then my, why my don't we prevent it? We, do, we make it so that the liquor stores can't data mine your, your information. That would be great, but that probably won't happen. <laughs> Well, that's, always, that's illegal. That they have to have your permission to give your information, don't they? They do. Well, but how often do we hear about data breaches all the time and other two million Canadian citizens' information was stolen? I so. get that. I see. I, I, like, don't, I, I don't want to have to, because of thieves, present all of my information out there to buy a six of Coors. You know what I'm saying? But 9,000 liquor store robberies yeah. works out to like 26 a day. That's how many there was last year. 9,000 liquor store robberies. <sighs> Who drinks that much? I'm First of all, <laughs> you're looking at them. <laughs> so anyway, what, are your, what do you think? Yeah, Is do it, you have a better idea? I liked your idea yesterday. Oh, that idea? Create a viral video? That idea? Well, no. I just, I, the, the idea, just shoot one oh, person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just drop one of them. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then let everybody know. And just say, there are a few liquor stores where the guy behind the counter has a gun. Yeah. This We're not going to tell you which ones. I like it. It could be like that old one. This liquor store protected by a shotgun three out of seven days a week. Yeah. You guess which one. That <laughs> might slow them down a little. Cost effective too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure if there was a deterrent, you know, like shooting one of the robbers, <laughs> that might... Slow it down a little. You know, knock her down to about 4500 a year instead of 9000 We're making a dent. Send Se the 250000 our way right now. 780-451-8097. <laughs> Maybe you have the idea that is going to prevent these liquor store robberies. And net you a quarter million while yeah. doing it, too. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock, K97. Hello, K97. Who's this? Hey, it's Trevor. How's it going, fellas? Good, Trev. Do you have a solution for the liquor store robberies? Well, unlike Pete, I think uh, I think doing something with your driver's license or some sort of identification when you walk into the store, um, you, you got to be able to control who comes in before you can control who goes out, right? I suppose you're right, yeah. Fake ID, though. Well, fake ID is, is one escape from that. Yes. But, but in the background as well, just like your idea there, too, place a couple of guys with guns. You don't know where. You don't know why. You don't know how. <laughs> and, and, and screw them, right? Like, how many military people do we actually have sitting on their hands right now? Well, you when yeah, when we're not in conflict, they're, uh, I mean, they're busy, but... Uh... but... Yeah, they're busy, but they're not that busy. They're just training. They're walking around. They're doing what they're doing. Like, even, like, as long as they can be armed, like, same with controlling school shooting. The only good way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. I picture it now. I'm in the cold beer section. Excuse me. Thank you for your service. Excuse me. Thank you for your service. I just I just want the six. Thank you for your service. How many? <laughs> well, you don't have to have seven of them. Just yeah. one with a 16 is going to stop an awful lot of robbery. So you got to ask yourself, how many silver bullets did he fire? <laughs> Hi, K97, who's this? Hey, Gary, how you doing? Tracy. Yes, Tracy, you got a solution for the liquor store thefts? I haven't really, I really been watching the news or whatever else. So um, somebody that uh, had a couple shops in uh, Sherwood Park, uh, what they did was they had a... Um, um, they had a, a set of double doors um, installed in their jewelry shop. So basically, and, and it was quite the deterrent, even even for myself. Like you know, I mean, I'm not a guy of crime or whatever else, but it kind of gives you a creepy feeling when you walk in the first set of doors 
And then when you walk in the second set of doors, when it closes behind you, you kind of hear a big, you, you hear a big, healthy kind of a lock system go on. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 so it's, you're, you're talking about like a Maxwell Smart sort of thing. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Exactly, right? You I know, like I that guess. idea. Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. Hello, K97. Who's this? Hey, morning. It's Lance. Yes, Lance. What do you have? A solution for the liquor store robberies? Yeah, you know what they should do? You know, uh, like Ikea, you get a fairly big clock, but I'm not going to the clock. I'm going at a big light in front that uh, when uh, the worker there figures he's being robbed because they usually got a clue within, you know, I don't know how long, not very long, I would imagine. Right. That they they uh, step on the switch and the light starts flashing outside the store. So these guys inside don't know that that's been activated. Right. And as soon as that door closes, them running out, then the beacon uh, alarm goes off. Right. Now that gets that gets a guy like you, like me, like yeah. Uh, like Pete looking over there, what the hell is going on? Well, right? It's like the bat signal. Then Batman comes, right? That's the idea. That's the angle that they should be going at. Lance's idea for a quarter million dollars is the bat signal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. <laughs> The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Hello, K97. Who's this? Hey, good morning, Terry. It's Daryl. Go ahead, Daryl. What's up? Well, you know, the problem with these guys stealing catalytic converters and stealing other stuff, I'm in the home building industry, and uh, people are going and stealing our power lines, the the copper lines right out of the ground, tearing the lines out of the houses. Mm Mm-hmm. So where are they getting rid of all this copper and all these uh, catalytic converters? That's what I said earlier this morning, wondering where, you know, how, how come there's not some sort of uh, checks and measures uh, sort of thing where, the, where they're getting the cash for it. Right, because they're going to the scrap metal dealers, obviously. Who else are they going to sell it to? Well, pawn shops work closely with the police looking for stolen items. Maybe it should be uh, spread out kind of like that system. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, the, the, the scrap metal people are, are the ones to blame for this or, or contributing to it or whatever. But, yeah, there's got to be checks and balances. Well, they're definitely contributing to it, Terry. I mean, if you show up, you know, Joe Average Citizen at their doorstep with a bucket load a catalytic converters, <laughs> you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out where they got them from. What they're doing, though, is they're fencing it through uh, shady automotive shops. So they'll buy like a dozen of them or whatever, because that's how, and then say they've just done, you know, they've been collecting them over the X amount of last months on muffler jobs and then take them back. They, I suppose it'd be some of that for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's Absolutely. it's hard. If it was uh, if it was as black and white as we're, we're talking about, well, Daryl, I think it would probably be already implemented, but it, it's not, so... Right. No, I'm, I'm thinking government-funded uh, electrodes on each catalytic converter that is is out there. A catalytic converter registry? Yes. Okay. Oh. Worked for shotguns. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the all-new Terry Evans Show.
with Pete Fatibco on Classic Rock K97. It's uh, 8.37. Just listening to Freebird there reminded me of something. And every once in a while, something comes up in my Facebook memories. It reminds me of Riley's, my son's band, mm. DRT. Yes. Uh, seven years ago when they played Rockfest. So seven years ago, Riley would have been 15. Okay. Uh, Tate would have been 15. Yes. Uh, so Riley on drums, Tate on guitar. Mac Long was uh, playing bass because Declan, I believe, was in in Europe. Uh, and he was the usual lead singer. And then Evan on rhythm guitar. Just to, this, So this is seven years ago at Rockfest when they played Freebird. And this is... My my son's friend Tate Tate Tweeten on guitar at 15 years of age. Damn. You could have told me that that was a bad cell phone recording. Oh yeah. Of Leonard Skinner, and I believe it. I still get goosebumps from uh, from that. Fifteen. That, yeah, they were fifteen years old. It was. Uh, I, I I remember that there there was a write up uh, about it. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, uh, bars and bands. Cam at bars and bands. He <laughs> said. He said. He he'd never seen a better version. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like you could have uh, yeah. shown me that and said, "Hey, we recorded Leonard Skinner on our iPhone." Listen, yeah. I mean, nobody in the history's ever wanted to see one of those videos. But if I did watch <laughs> one of those <laughs> of your right. shaky footage of the concert, yeah. I would say, "Yeah, that's that's real." Yeah, it ah. was, uh, that made me uh, think back. Uh, Eight thirty nine now. Uh, Pete saw the story yesterday about the uh, catalytic converter on the truck from the food bank getting stolen. Uh, God, we that uh, men- me off. mentioned that in the news this morning. It's Six o'clock by seven o'clock, it was all handled. We have Tamison on the phone from the Edmonton Food Bank uh, right now. Good morning, Tam. Good morning, Terry. Hey, Tamison. <laughs> so we we're hard at work, bright and early this morning. We got uh, people jumping uh, up and down trying to help you out here with the catalytic converter for the truck for the food bank. Uh, so I've been hearing it's been nonstop. Holy cow! Well, wow, that, that's great to hear. Yeah, we had uh, Mike, uh, Mike call up from Speedy Auto in Mill Woods and offer to handle the catalytic converter and the changeover for you. And then we had Larry call from uh, JLG Industries who offered to foot any costs that go with it. Now the question O-M-G. is, OMG, uh, just from uh, no JLG, not <laughs> OMG. Uh, <laughs> So uh, you, uh, I just got your email. You said it, uh, the truck is out to get fixed right now. So uh, obviously you guys are, uh, you know, getting on this quickly because you need it to do deliveries and pickups, right? Yeah. So it was uh, yesterday early morning when we saw it. We just never uh, got around to getting any any of the information out to the community or anything. Okay. So, so it was towed right away in the morning because, of course, we want it back today. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, if uh, is, uh, are you getting it covered or how is that? Because we can still probably get Larry to cover. He uh, he's the one that called up and offered to cover the cost. I think that would be a very sweet gift, and we would be able to give him a tax receipt for that donation, too. I think that would be marvelous. Uh, I will uh, facilitate that after the show and make sure that everything's all up to snuff. And all the while, we will say to Mike at Speedy Auto in Mill Woods, thank you very much for the offer. But uh, if uh, everything has already been, you know, kind of the wheels are in motion and we can get uh, Larry 
uh, Larry George at JLG Industries to cover it for you, then that's a, a terrific way to uh, get the day rolling. It is a beautiful gift. And, you know, I hate to be like bearer of bad news, but the unfortunate thing is we don't think that this will be ever the last time for us. So I don't know if Mike would ever consider keeping that offer for us. Well, you just, you <laughs> just never know. That, yes, and, you know, we always like to have our friends in our back pocket saying, hey, please help. Well, that's so, good that this isn't coming out of your bottom line because the food banks stretch so thin as is that uh, I don't think you guys need to incur another catalytic converter cost. Three in six months is ridiculous. It's, it's insane, and I feel bad for all the other businesses that are trying to struggling with this, and individuals. I heard a single mom lost hers, too, not long ago, too. So yeah, the how seni- does she? The seniors' like home that? was uh, mentioned in the same story as uh, as the food bank yesterday. So, I mean, they're they're dealing with this uh, over at the uh, over at the uh, Gerald Zetter Care Center for seniors. So, yeah, it's awful That's- news. Anyway, mm. uh, good to know that uh, you guys are going to be back up and rolling, picking up and delivering food bank donations uh, lickety split and thanks again to Larry George at JLG Industries and of course Mike at Speedy Auto for the offer anyway. And of course yourself and all your wonderful listeners for shining that beautiful light of hope for all of us. So thank you. Glad to help Tamison. Have a great day. I know I will now. The all new Terry Evans Show with Pete, Pete Fatipko. On Classic Rock. K97. 855 show whizzed by like nobody's business today. What's that happens when you come to the rescue of people, right? Lots of uh, lots of help, lots of ideas, lots of suggestions, and of course, uh, a nice little uh, end to the show with Tamison at the Edmonton Food Bank after uh, you know, the, their catalytic converter was stolen. We've got that. Yeah, uh, but not the first time. That's the I thing know. that. Third time in six months. Not okay. See, I propose that they should, what they should do. Yeah. So they should park it real close to the road, like under a streetlight, like bait it. You know what I mean? And have some SWAT down the way. Only SWAT. (laughs) They're going, he was resisting. Pop, 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 (laughs) pop. Huge thanks to Mike at Speedy Automotive in Mill Woods who yeah. offered to uh, do the work. Uh, Tamison informed us that they already had it out for the, for the work, but then yeah. Larry at JLG Industries said he's going to handle the cost of that. So. Which is fantastic. Yeah, man. All the wheels are in motion, and uh, hopefully they'll have the, ba- uh, the van back lickety split and making deliveries and picking up donations and so on. So. Like Tamison pointed out, too, she's afraid this won't be the last time they get targeted, right? So. Yeah. And it's, the Patipco dictatorship? Yeah. I would shock all catalytic converters. <laughs> so Instant death on? right there. <laughs> just have it set up so, to yeah. the battery, so as soon as you touch it, it just yeah. gives you a zap you right, right you gotta, in the kadoobie. So you come out in the morning, you clear the snow off your vehicle, you kick the snurt off the mud flaps, mm-hmm. and nope. you pull out a catalytic converter theft and just put them next to the recycling. They get picked up on Thursdays. Oh, nice. <laughs> that would be dandy. Yeah. What do you It'd be hard getting down our back alley, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What do you have coming up on the top nine at nine today? Well, it's Ash Wednesday today, right? The beginning oh, of Lent. That's Normally, right. one would give something up for Lent. Mm-hmm. But there's always a band or an artist that you could never give up. What would be yours? A band or an artist that you could have the Rolling Stones. Yeah. It's got to be the Stones. That or Steve Earle, maybe. What about know. you? I don't know if I could give up Steve Earle. You know, see, I couldn't, I couldn't pick just one. No. People, were, no. <laughs> people were getting mad at me because they were having trouble picking just one. And they're like, well, what, do you, what would you pick? I'm like, um... 
I don't know if I could choose just they, one. That's they, the trouble. They tried the I'll have what she's having situation on you? <laughs> no, they just don't like it when I make it hard oh. for them. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Ash Wednesday, yesterday was Shrove Tuesday, Pancake yep. Tuesday. Mm, Today's Pancakes Ash Friday. Wednesday. Uh, ashes to ashes because what, what you became, you came from Ash and you become Ash. That's the thing. And then, did you know that's why the, the priest does the mark the on, your on your forehead? Yeah. It's a, oh, I thought that was just so you could leave and come back into the church. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it at all. If you're Catholic and religious, today is the start of Lent. Better get to church and go get your sacrament. You do your Bible study and attend the Sunday Masses. So go get yourself some forehead ashes. <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Get yourself some forehead <laughs> Go to see the priest. He'll be there all day and night. He's gonna bless your forehead in a sacramental rite. So get your butt to church and join all the Catholics. Yeah, you better go get you some forehead ashes. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! 